to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us again today. Excited about our strong start to our new season. Lots of listeners. Maybe you're a new listener or maybe you are a faithful listener and you're just excited that we got a new season kicked off here and going. And so I'm continuing to do some what I refer to as one-offs where I just uh, you know, have a particular subject and I just do a uh, an episode on that. But do know that I will be moving toward the other approach that I take, whereas I want to dig into a theme in much greater detail. And so uh, I will be doing that. That is coming. We're going to dig into Time in greater detail, uh, we're going to deal into uh, deal uh, uh, and look at digging into excuses. Uh, that's uh, I like to call it excusiosis. Doctor McDaniel has <laughs> a diagnosed excusiosis. We'll get into all that. So uh, we we do both those here at Point of Impact, and today I want to talk about ten decisions, the 10 most important decisions you make in your life. And I want to say that last March, 2022, March, April, I did six episodes on decisions and decision making. So there's an example of just digging in and really drilling down into a theme. We did that last year, this year, doing this one, just this single episode, I just came across an article on important decisions a person can make, and it just got me thinking about it. And and some of, some of those uh, um, uh, decisions in that article would be decisions that I agree with and, and think are absolutely important. I'll talk about those today, but a number of more, more than more than that are decisions that weren't in that article, but I think are really the most important decisions. So we're going to dig into that today, go back to last year, March, April, 2022. And you can listen to again, like six episodes on decisions, decision-making, decision-making danger, danger zones, decision-making styles. That's a great one comes out of my book. You got style, which by the way, I do have many books out. Uh, one is called You Got Style, which is about all the different styles, your learning style, your thinking style, your financial style, your parenting style, your leadership style, your work style. Really helpful. There's inventories at the back of each uh, chapter, at the end of each chapter. That'd be great for you. Companies like to use it with their departments or teams. So that's another way you can go out and get that on Amazon Turn Your Setbacks into Comebacks, probably the book I'm most well-known for. Um, And then my latest, This Is Living, which is a 100 devotion, devotional. So if you want to start your day every day with a great start, and I was just talking with someone who who said, hey, I'm on uh, day 61. I've been doing it every day for, you know, last 61 days. It's just made such a difference in my life. So I would encourage you to, to... you know, to just 
get those books. You can get any of them on Amazon. Also, I'm on the Bible app, the YouVersion Bible app, the largest Bible app in the world, and the Pray app, largest Pray app in the world. So you can go uh, on either of those on the Pray app. You can listen to daily devotions, so you can hear audio devotions. You can also listen to this podcast, by the way, through the Pray app. Just hit 200,000 followers on the Pray app, so lots of folks are liking the content, and uh, that's definitely maybe you're listening that way today great to have you so the pray app you can go there daily devotions with rick mcdaniel the easiest thing is just hit search and look for popular leaders and i'm there under popular leaders you can find my handsome mug and then click on there and that'll direct you to all the places that you uh, can get content on the Version app just uh, I've mentioned that the last two episodes, this will be the last time I have a new plan out. Mindset matters. I had an interesting experience just yesterday. Guy came to fix my uh, screen door and um, came into my office and uh, was looking around at all the books and everything. And he said, hey, what do you do? We got into a, a conversation and um, he's like, oh, wow, that's that's really great. And uh, I want to do stuff like that myself. And it was really encouraging conversation for me to get to encourage him. Is, uh, and his encouragement to me was when I said, hey, you know, I've got something out right now on the, the, the Bible app. He said, the Version Bible app. And I said, uh, it's called Mindset Matters. He goes, no way. You're you're that guy. You're you're the guy that the mindset matters guy just started that one. I said yes, that's me. I'm the guy. So uh, mindset matters, but that's one of six, uh, seven. By the way, there's six other plans. So there's tons of material there you can take advantage of. You can also, if you type in my name in the search, all the plans will come up, and also the video uh, verse of the day that I did a couple months ago, so you can watch that as well. All right, enough about all that stuff. Let's jump in today. The 10 most important decisions you make in life. Man, decisions are everything. I mean, one of my most famous messages is decisions determine destiny. I believe so strongly in decisions. That's why I I thought to myself, you know, I've talked about this before, like, you know, these key decisions, especially when I've talked to people that are, say, under 30 in those sort of settings. And I'll talk about, you know, these huge decisions that you make early in your life. You know, it's almost unfair before you have all the resources you might need, knowledge, experience, all that stuff. You got to make major decisions. We'll talk about some of those today. And uh, so it's almost a little unfair how God sort of sets us up that way. But there are other decisions that uh, that are hugely important as well that you don't necessarily make early, early in your life. But there are 10 of them. And so I want to hit them. And the first one really is just this is, in my opinion, the absolute question of all questions, which is, you know, I can phrase it another a number of ways. So I'll say it like this. What about God? Uh, who is your leader? You know, Bob Dylan had the famous song, you got to serve somebody. It might be the devil. It might be the Lord, but you got to serve somebody, which is just to say that, um, you know, we don't, we, we manage our lives, but you know, God is in charge of everything. That's the concept uh, uh, that really that the Bible teaches is that we're managers of God's resources, which include our time, our talent, uh, our finances, our uh, opportunities, all those things. So what do you do about the, that, that question? Like, you know, what about God? This world is both material and spiritual. There's the natural, there's the supernatural. 
So what about it? What about God? And, and specifically, what about Jesus? What's your, is he, is he going to be the leader of your life? The Bible uses the term Lord, Lord, best way to understand that would be leader. Are, are you going to be led by the teachings of Jesus, by the lifestyle of Jesus, by the teachings of the followers of Jesus as found in the Bible and the particularly New Testament, but certainly the Old Testament, which was fully authenticated by Jesus. Uh, So the Bible's a whole Old Testament and New Testament. Uh, Are those the principles that you're going to live your your life according to? Are you going to follow Jesus? Are Are you going to be, Jesus said, born again? In other words, you're born physically. Are you going to be born spiritually? You have to be, I would say, you have to be born spiritually or you're only living half a life. You're not living a full and complete life. Jesus said, you must be born again. Those were his exact words in the book of John, Gospel of John, chapter three, you must be born again. So that's the first question. Uh, What about Jesus? Are you going to accept him into your life and make him your your savior, meaning save you from your sins? No one's perfect. Everyone has sinned, messed up, made mistakes, failed, whatever terminology you want to use. It all comes down to the same thing. We're not perfect and God is. What do we do about the problem between God's perfection and our imperfection? And the answer is Jesus. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. By accepting Jesus into your life, you're forgiven of your sins. You're born spiritually. You're born again. And then you live your life to follow Jesus. So that's the first question they have to ask yourself. And then that kind of naturally leads to a couple other questions. By the way, let me just say this because I think it's important. You know, these 10 most important decisions you make in life. And if you know what the decisions are going to be that are coming up, you can better prepare, right? You're better prepared. So that's that's my biggest goal in this is to prepare you for the decisions that you have to make in life. So if the first question, you know, is what about Jesus? And then the, the second question would be, what about your values? You, you know, you have to define your values. This decision really does shape then, you know, the, the course of your life. I mean, that's just how how it goes. That's how it works. It influences everything. Other things we'll talk about, relationships, career, all that stuff. So really have to reflect on what really matters. Uh, you know, what what is it that you uh, want to contribute to this world? How do you want to live your life? Now, as a follower of Jesus, these two things are, are tied, completely tied together because really, the values that you have, you form your values based on, to really completely based on the values that you find from Jesus and, and, and in the Bible. They become the, the compass that guides your life, guides the rest of your decisions. So when you have clear values, you're, you're better equipped to make decisions that then align with those values. It really, it really simplifies decision-making because that you just run it through what are my values. And if it fits your values, it's a yes. And if it doesn't, you know, it's a no. It's, it's really, it really comes down to that. So what are your values? And then the next question, again, these three all, you know, the first one leads to the second that leads to this, which is, you know, what is your purpose? 
What gives your life meaning and purpose? Because this becomes foundational for your life choices. If you're clear about your purpose, then you can align your actions, your decisions that lead to your actions, align them according to what is your purpose. I I like to talk about it in terms of God's plan for your life. What is God's plan? The Bible uses the terminology of God's will. That's why when Jesus taught us how to pray the Lord's Prayer, then one of the things that is in the prayer is, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. So Jesus is saying, we're going to establish God's kingdom, which is not like an earthly political kingdom, but Jesus is the king, the leader of our lives. And we live according to, we live in the kingdom of God. We live according to the teachings. And by the way, if you want a very easy way to get kind of a quick start on this, just read the gospel of Matthew chapters five, six, and seven. It's called the Sermon on the Mount. And that is Jesus teaching on what it means to live in in God's kingdom, to do God's will. So Matthew chapter five, six, and seven, it'll give you a great amount of information, a very short short, short period of time. So there it is for you just laid out the, what is your purpose? What is God's plan for your life? And then all these, these decisions then that are based on what's the plan? What is God's will and purpose? What is, what am I on earth for? You are unique. You are special. There's no one just like you, you know, it's, it's there's something I, I read one time, something like 98 percent of all of uh, our DNA and everything is the same in all human beings. Ninety eight percent. It's that two percent that that differentiates us. We're we're different. And what is it about you that's different? That's unique. That's special. What is it? What is that? It might have been there's only point two percent that's different now. Um, is it 2% or 0.2%? I'll have to look that up, give you that answer next time. But the point is that there's just there's something about each of us that's unique. And that's what you've got to live your life ac- according to that. So those th- that's like a first, you know, the first question leads to the next two. And so then, you know, let's just kind of look a little bit chronologically. Then one of the most important decisions is, you know, Where are you going to go to, let's say, college or trade school or training or whatever you want to call it? Like, it's really it's an enormously important decision. If you're going to spend in the case of college, like four years of your life, that is no small decision about where you're going to go and who you're going to hang out with and who's going to influence your life for the next four years after you leave your your parents' home and you go there. And again, if you're going to do something like plumber, electrician, or other other trades that you could do, or IT stuff, or, or whatever it might be, you know, where are you going to, to go and who's going to have an influence over your life during that time period? It's it's really it's a really, 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 really important and significant decision to make. I I, I had three of those decisions because I went to three different colleges and earned three different degrees. So I had uh, several different times in my life where I had to make those kinds of decisions. 
and again, you know, that's there's beyond I mentioned four years like a bachelor's degree, but obviously there are other degrees, master's degrees, advanced degrees that you can get. So it's really important to weigh out. Now, again, the thing that's tough is you're fairly young in your life. You make that decision. You know, you may you may be past that. And you're like, yeah, I made the wrong decision. I went to the wrong school. Um and that can happen. That absolutely can happen to to a person where they realize, you know, I, I made the, the wrong choice. But certainly if you're a parent and you have children, you can guide them and help them in this. And this, I think, naturally leads to the next question. What am I going to do for a career? I mean, everyone, you know, has to have a job and... The job is a huge part of 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 life. So what what am I going to do for a living or in the case of, say, motherhood or being a stay at home wife? Then, you know, is what am I is that going to be what I'm going to do? I'm going to be in charge of running the household and keeping everything going. I'm going to raise these kids. I'm going to do all this stuff, that role. Because that is a big, important job. And I would just throw out there to young women and just say, um, man, I hope you um, realize how important it is to be a mother and how important mothers are and how they impact our lives in such a huge way. Um, And without moms, you know, we're not here. And without their influence, our lives are enormously different. So that's an incredible choice to make. <clears throat> to put your direct influence on uh, a life is a huge. But what are you, you going to do? Like what what job are you going to have? What career are you going to have? How are you going to make a living? And, and, you know, and again, that fulfills you that you're passionate about because it is such an enormous, it is the biggest chunk of time that by far that you will invest in your life. So you... Man, you, you better you better get that one right. And this is another one. And I thought about, you know, do I include it or not uh, because of the nature of change in life? But you know what? That just means it's just a decision that you may make multiple times. By the way, same thing with the career. You might choose one career and then the decision is I want to now have a new career. So here's the question. Where will you live? Where will you live? That's a question you need to answer. You shouldn't just be like, oh, just live where I grew up or, you know, oh, I'll just take this job and go there. You know, it's really important. And again, take it from a guy who's been to all 50 states in America, six continents, 40 countries all around the world. It's a lot of places you can live. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, and there's a lot of different communities and all those different states and countries. And I mean, it's a big thing to ask yourself, where do you want to live? What are the pros and cons? I'm originally from New England. I have spent the last 30 years of my life, just hit 30 years in Richmond, Virginia. So I've now lived in Richmond longer than anywhere else in my entire life. So these are significant things that you that you choose and decide because where you live, really, I mean, it is enormously impacting on your overall life. And I think it's a decision that sometimes is kind of like an afterthought. And I don't think you want to make it an afterthought. I think you really want to think long and hard about what part of the country do you want to live in or do you want to live overseas? 
that's a huge thing, by the way. There's a lot that goes into that. Um, but where do you want to live? Because there's pros and cons to all. And, you know, it's is it is it's just not like geography, you know, near the beach and near the mountains or it's it's got to do with the economics of things. It's It's got to do with a lot of things about the community itself and their values, uh, schooling, all that, all that stuff, enormously, enormously important. But now that kind of leads naturally, you know, I mentioned schooling like children. So here's two more. They're linked together and they are huge. Who are you going to marry? I mean, really, the choice of a spouse influences nearly every aspect of your life. So it's huge decision, gigantically important decision. Who are you going to marry? Marriage has influence over your finances, where you live, children, social life, extended family, health. It's gigantic. Divorce, by the way, is enormously disruptive to your life. I know people that have taken enormous hits in their life financially, socially, with their family. I mean, it's no small thing. It doesn't work out. We'll just get divorced. I'm telling you, friends, believe me, I have counseled and talked to hundreds and hundreds of couples, and it's a huge price to pay. So you really want to, you know, say this person, my spouse, not partner, partners are in business. Spouses are the people that you marry. Your spouse is who you marry. Your partner is someone that you do business with or something else. This, I, I don't know why this term ever, why well, I, I do know why, because it's a word to use for people who aren't married, but you get married and it's your spouse and your spouse is going to have a big influence on your life. And you have, you know, responsibility to them in, in every area of your life. So this choice, it affects you in so many ways. And, and by the way, their failures and their success and their health and their sickness and their sadness and their joy all impact your life. So gigantically important decision who you marry. And then here's another question to have a child. I believe it's God's desire for us to be fruitful and multiply. That's what the Bible says. It's God's desire that we actually would have children if you if it's possible. And I've walked this tough road with couples and infertility. I've also seen some amazing things happen. I can tell you two stories in particular. Nothing's going on. This thing looks over in both these couples. One of these couples now has two kids. The other has three kids and neither of them was having any success for years, getting pregnant whatsoever. But, you know, having a child is, man, it is a life changer. And and by the way, you know, a child is for life. It's a lifelong decision. I am the father of two grown sons. And just because they are grown in no way means, and I have to tell you, it really I'm going to just tell you what happened to me and spare you this. So listen closely. I kind of thought, oh, once they get him out of the house, you know, my job is done. I really believe that. I really did. And I was really wrong. Really wrong. It is not done. It is never going to be done. It's never going to. I'm a father for life. So, you know, for life. Yes, for life. You are for life. 
responsible for these children. And I mean, it is just a very, very, very important role that you play in being a parent and the influence that you have over somebody else's life is, uh, you know, it's almost stunning. So it's, it's a big decision to make. I would also say, you know, people say, well, you know, we'll wait until we're ready. And, you know, I don't know if you're ever ready. You just have to try to line as much stuff up as you possibly can. And then once you have, you sort of jump in and say, okay, now it's showtime and and we're going to do this. So that's uh, that's another giant one. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. The three the first three questions, you know, you can see kind of the linkage there and then really, you know, where are you going to go to school or have some type of training or whatever? And then where where are you going to live? And then what is going to be your career and job? There's a definite linkage there between the three and then the two having a spouse, getting married. Who are you going to marry and 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 children? So those each of those, you know, three and three and two. Now, these last two, I would say, again, are kind of like one off ones, but they're they're really, really important. And these are the two that I added last as I thought through all the questions and crossed off other ones. So here you go. First of all, what what about money? Because, the you know, you have to have money to live. And so you say, wasn't well, that the job? Yeah, well, the job is the, the way you make it. But what about how you handle money? What about handling money? Back in my book, by the way, You Got Style, I have a chapter, Financial Style. So there's different ways people relate to money. So I'm not going to tell you to, to relate to money in a way that is against your style. But what I can say, overarching state, no, statement, no matter what, your particular style is even if you're one of these people that says, doesn't see money as that important, you have to understand that, you know, we all know that you can't make it without money. So really deciding like to be intentional about it, like I'm going to like live with a budget so I know where the money goes in. You know, I've run organizations for years. I never ran any organization that didn't have a budget. The government has a budget. I mean, doesn't follow it. Uh that's why we have a huge deficit. But state governments actually do follow their budgets, interestingly enough. So you got to have a budget. And and then, you know, you have to understand like saving, investing, how your money can make money for you. It's incredible what it can do. It changes everything about your financial future. If you if you invest, if you don't invest, it changes everything. I was talking to one of my nieces and I was just trying to encourage her. You got to get into investing, giving, generosity. You know, the Bible teaches clearly that we're to give, that it's not ours, it's God's and God lets us manage it. And we need to be generous with what we do with our resources. So the whole thing about money, you know, what am I going to do with the money that I make? I was taught years ago, 80, 10, 10, live on 80% of your money, save 10% of your money, save and invest 10% of your money and give 10% of your money to God and to his church. And, and those this is a great way to live your life. And, and then you'll receive God's blessings for giving. You'll have saved and you can make money through your investments and, and then you live on the rest of it. But the money thing's huge. Huge, huge, huge. You've got to get a handle on what you're going to do with money because money is just 
super, super important. You just can't get around it. You have to have it to live. And so you better be intentional about it. And then here's my final question. Will you be an optimist or a pessimist? Will you be positive or negative? I mean, it's just the the research is overwhelming that optimists fare better than pessimists. It's just it's just the truth. You know, when things in life happen, what is, again, your mindset? Like, what are the thoughts? I'm not good enough. Uh, life isn't fair. People don't care about me. You, you know, you just start to get down and discouraged and it just leads to hopelessness. And again, when you hit adversities in life and you just... If you have this kind of pessimistic outlook. Now, you can also have a a positive mindset. And so, you know, when you're faced with a decision, you think like a confident, positive, optimistic person. There's something for me. There's something here for me. I, I, I deserve it. You, you are able to say, you know, um, God has my best interest in mind. He's going to take care of me. I have a choice as as to how I'm going to think about this situation. And I'm going to choose to feel empowered and not hopeless and not helpless. It's just a gigantic difference. And and I, I this is fascinating research that says that Even if you struggle to say, think optimistically and positively, if you can just think less negatively, it will it will help you so much. Like maybe that's a good starting point. Like you say, man, I just think of myself as a realist, realist, but you know, that's really not. It's really that you're negative and pessimistic and really maybe just less negative thinking. Before you get even into the positive, optimistic thinking, how about just less negative thinking? Like not go negative every time something happens and start there, but make a choice, you know, that you want to become a person that has an optimistic, positive outlook and mindset. It, it It will bless your life in many ways. So there it is, 10, I mean the 10 most important decisions that you make, and I hope you will choose wisely. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.